welcome to Asian Girl Squad. We're the Asian girls that your mama wants you to bring home and we're the friends that are always down to get some boba. We all have our own set of opinions and stories that we hope you can relate to and join us for a laugh. It's your host, Tiffany. And I'm Erica. Tiffany here. Okay, let's get started. What up, what up? Welcome to Asian hey, yo. Squad. Back. What are we talking about today? Today, I want to show you guys a video and I want to get your feedback on it. Yeah. Honest, raw feedback, okay? I'm so. ready to show all my emotions. Okay, I appreciate you. Hi there. Hi. Nice day, huh? Yeah, finally, right? Where are you from? Your English is perfect. San Diego. Uh. We speak English there. Oh, uh, no, uh... <clears throat> Where are you from? Well, I was born in Orange County, but I never actually lived there. I, uh, I mean before that. Before I was born. Yeah, like, from uh, my mom's womb. Well, my great-grandma was from Seoul. Korean. I knew it. I was like, she's either Japanese or Korean. But I was leaning more towards Korean. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Shasina. There's a really good teriyaki barbecue place near my apartment. So I actually really mm -hmm. like kimchi. Cool. What about you? Where are you from? San Francisco. But where are you from? Oh, I'm, I'm just American. Really? You're Native American? No, uh, <laughs> regular American. Oh, well, uh, I guess my grandparents are from England. Oh, well... Two, yeah. Let's get a small tea, small tea. Double, double, toil and trouble. I don't understand what this means. Beware, Jack the Ripper. Bloody hell. Pip, pip. Cheerio. <laughs> I think your people's fish and chips are amazing. You <laughs> Really? I'm weird? Must be a crane thing. <laughs> he did the same exact thing to her that she did to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, how did you guys feel? Well, I mean, you heard my first reaction, which was, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but how often do you get that? I feel like I get that all the time. People are like, where are you from? Like, but what are you really asking me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they ask me that question or like, what's your ethnicity? And I'll be like, I'm Chinese. And they'll say, oh, you look, you look too pretty to be Chinese. I'm like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Mm -hmm. Tips, do you get that? Of course, I think I would get that more than you guys. So like, they will think that, oh, you're from Hong Kong, so is it China? They will always think that like, oh, I am from Japan or Vietnam or like Korean instead of like Chinese. Sometimes I got people like, oh, you're Chinese? You don't look like Chinese like that. Mm -hmm. Or like Vietnamese people would talk to me like, think that I'm Vietnamese like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I got it all the time. I don't think I have that much trouble than you guys because you you born here you really from here in like america when they ask me where am i from i would say like from hong kong but that's because you're actually from hong kong right but like yeah erica and i are born in america and i don't know about erica but i think growing up in american culture you probably identify more as an american than you do chinese often in the time because you grew up here so like when people are like 
where are you really from is just mm-hmm. kind of rude. But yeah. I, okay, so do you guys think if they ask you what is your ethnicity, will you think like that's less offensive? Yeah, I think I think because that's really what you want to know. You don't mm-hmm. care where I'm from because when people ask me where I'm from, I'm like I'm from Massachusetts. Then they're yes. like, "So where are you really from?" or "Where are you from?" So then now when people ask me those questions, I was like, "So do you want to know what my where I'm from like originally, like where I was born?" Yes. Or are you asking where is what is my ethnicity instead of just asking the question? Now I'm just asking you to clarify because I think a lot of people who ask those kind of questions, they they don't pick up on that social cue like how that guy in the video. He didn't mm-hmm. get that, you know. It was kind of offensive. He said she was weird when she did the same thing back. Oh, I was gonna say what's also offensive is when they say, "What kind of Asian are you?" Oh, Without yes. really having context, it's it's like, what 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 are you really trying to ask? Like, can you ask more properly? Because half the time, it's usually strangers who don't know you that just talk to your face and ask this kind of question. I think like most of the time, they will be surprised. Like I'm from Hong Kong originally, and then they said, "Oh, your English speaks so well." Just like you know, in the video, that guy was talking about with that girl, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, you guys learn English in China too?" And I'm like, "Yes, we learned English." <laughs> you have that same kind of. Where are you from? Question: When you're in China? Yeah. So let's say I am visiting other cities in China. For example, I go visit Beijing, and people will ask, "Where are you from?" Because my Mandarin, of course, is doesn't um, locals there, so mm-hmm. they will like know that I am definitely from other places, and then they can hear that like I'm more towards to like a Cantonese, um, like how my SNR. So um, then I would tell them. I'm from Hong Kong. Get like kind of like you know how some people are like, oh, you're Chinese. Especially when other Asian people ask you that question, where are you from? I get this at the gym all the time. When um, older Asian ladies ask me where I'm from, like they don't even ask me where I'm from. They're like, you Vietnam? And I like no. And then you Lao? No. And then they're like, you Cambodian? I'm like no. And then they're like, so what are you? And I was like, I'm Chinese. Oh, but I think it's because your area is mostly like Laos, Cambodian, Vietnamese. Yeah. So, but I'm saying like within even our own culture, there mm-hmm. is some type of stereotype. When I said I was Chinese, her reaction was oh, not even like <laughs> as excited when she was trying to figure out what I was. Maybe you are not the same like from the same. Was she asking you more recently? Is this like a recent conversation you've had? Yeah, at the gym. I get it all the time when I go to the gym. I was just thinking maybe it's in relation to coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe you shouldn't tell them you're Chinese. But she's Asian too. Yeah. She was was Lao. Maybe, yeah. That's why she was like looking for someone from Laos too. So like she Mm. would think that it is more related to you (laughs) two. Yeah, maybe she was more disappointed that she couldn't make a new sissy friend. Yeah, she thought, oh, I can make a new friend in the gym. (laughs) And talk in this like similar language. Yeah, maybe. But the point of why I brought that video up is because um, I was in a training and we were talking about microaggression and this video was brought up and it made me really think that a lot of the times 
people are being microaggressive to us and we don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. How do you guys feel in those situations when people ask you, where are you from? Or like, oh, you're that kind of Chinese. Like these are all microaggressions that we all face. Like the similar type conversation when I was in Amherst. So I remember one of the classmates, she's American. She's asking me, oh, where are you from? So at that time I was like, I am from Boston. So before I moved to Amherst, I am from Boston and then she's like no where are you originally from like that and I said Hong Kong like that so and then she was like she feels like satisfied with this and then when I was saying um because uh we are I think we are going to like a spring break or something and then she's like oh you're from Boston so which part of Boston I'm like Boston, Boston, because at the time I was living in Brighton. So it's technically in Boston. So mm-hmm. she was like, she doesn't believe it at the beginning. She just thought that, oh, you just say Massachusetts, like it's just Boston. And, and maybe she thought I'm living in like the suburbs or like outside. Mm-hmm. But like, she just think that I don't understand what is, what does Boston means. Yeah. Do you think each Asian type has a look? Yes. For us, we can we can easily identify like which country they are from, right? I feel like I can. I don't know. I feel like we all look very different, even though we are all Cantonese. Mm-hmm. Right. So how can you really tell? I don't know. It's just like a sense. Like, you you got a sense. sense. Like, your your Asian, <laughs> your Chinese, your Asian typing senses are on. <laughs> I think it's a skin tone. <laughs> Oh, yeah, skin tone and, like, their facial, like, how's your eyes, how's your eyebrows, how's your nose, how's your face shape, it will tell, too. You think so? Okay, tell me. Okay, initially, like, if you met Erica and I on the street, what would you say we were? I know you two are Chinese. Based off of what? Like, your face. So, I have someone, uh, some Vietnamese say that I look like Vietnamese. And I was like, why? And he said, because your eyes are round. Your eyes are so round. He, he doesn't believe that I am Chinese because he thought, he thought Chinese are have more like a squinky eyes. Is it how they call? Pinky? <laughs> like smaller eyes. Oh, like pinky like, eyes. Yeah, like, yeah. When I was like growing up and going into high school, like transition from elementary school to high school, I went from uniform to going into a school where I can wear whatever I want to wear. And when I was discovering how I want to dress, um, I uh, accessorized a lot. And that's when I started to wear hoop earrings. And I had some family members who looked at me when I wore hoop earrings, they would be like, why are you trying to look Vietnamese? You look like a Vietnamese girl. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? I'm just dressing how I want to express myself. And they said, no, like you are trying to look like you're a Vietnamese girl. I don't know if this relates to our conversation in any way. Vietnamese girls have a certain look to them maybe they wear hoop earrings well that was a microaggression like your own family members were trying to say like oh you're trying to look like somebody that you're not Mm, yeah true i felt attacked i was just trying to look cute (laughs) (laughs) hey hoop earrings are in do you have something like that I guess like one of the stories that I can share that just recently happened to me was I would bartend and one of the guys that came in, he was white. He had a, a Asian girlfriend or an Asian wife that they recently got married and he was talking fine the whole night. 
And when he was introducing himself, I was asking him like, oh, like, what's your name? I've never seen you here before. Like, I, I want to get to know people. So w- when he responded back to me, he would like slow down his speech and was like, hi, nice to meet you. Where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from, you know, the next town over. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, where are you from? And then he points to his wife and says like, oh, my wife is from Sichuan, China. And then I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then I said, my family is from Hong Kong. And like in that situation, it almost feels it felt like normal to have this conversation. I feel like it's so normal to be like repeating myself over and over and over again to like say like whatever it is that I have to say. Do you guys feel that it's like on you to educate people or is it okay for it to be normal? Like the conversation doesn't really bother me at this point because I have it so many times, Mm -hmm. but like when is the like line to be drawn to be like, hey, I'm done educating other people because I feel like for me, I like don't even entertain it. I just like cut the crap and I'm just like, okay, so what are you really asking? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But I feel like some people might feel like fearful or feel like uncomfortable in situations to respond in that way. I don't know how you guys feel. I feel like I get less this situation recently. I got most of the time when I first moved here, mm-hmm. like uh, while I was in school, but like since I was, I'm working these days, I barely got this anymore. And I think people at work, usually they are being more professional. So they will not really ask you this kind of questions. I think this is mostly from people like strangers, completely like someone you don't know. So you don't think that this happens at work? I think that's because like, I think based on my industry, I was working because when we were working in the hospitality industry, there are, there are many minorities there. Mm-hmm. So we barely got this situation and everyone is like, so it is more is so popular to have different ethnicities in the workplace. So that's why I got less um, questions like that. Um, I think, <laughs> I think I, I'm, in a, I'm in the same boat as Tiffany. Like I'm in a very professional environment at Target where everyone is very diverse, like from team members to our guests to leaders and everyone in the company. I think when it comes to like those situations, it for the most part, it comes from our guests or my interactions with guests who don't know who I am. There had been a situation where I was on the floor stocking shelves and fixing something and a guy came up to me, you know, asking me, where can I find the Kleenex? Where can I find some paper towels? And I was helping him. And then he came back to me and he said, oh, you're very nice. I said, well, thank you. Like, I just try to help in any way I can. And he said, are you Asian? And I said, yes, I'm Asian. He goes, oh, you're very pretty. I said, thank you. Then he starts saying, how old are you? You look 19. I said, no, I wish I was 19. And then he comes, he walks away and then he comes back and he goes, you look like my daughter's girlfriend. Are you sure you're not my daughter's girlfriend? And I was like, "Uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't even know who you are, but yeah, that's not me. (laughs) So I guess like in that instance where we're talking about how all Asians look alike or, you know, not really being educated. I just kind of let that situation go because this man is nobody to me. And I don't think it was even worth educating him. But um, I think those are the instances when I've been in, in, in that circumstance to, to have to either speak up or let it go. Yeah, I think that's like what's challenging is like, when do you decide let it go? 
or speak up. Do you know how like some people are really ignorant and like you're never like they're just not going to get it and then you're just like okay like I I know I'm not going to get anywhere with this person so I'm just going to let it slide. Yeah. I mean, I think I have a situation where I can't figure out if it's more of a if it's a microaggression or if it's more of a racist joke. Mm-hmm. I don't really know where to decipher at that point, but at work, I, I've i had a leader in a higher position where we would have lunch and they would say to me, are you having cat or dog for lunch today? And no. then laugh. <laughs> so when that had happened, of course, in the back of my mind, I'm just like, where is this going? Why are you assuming this? But then... At the same time, it's a higher up leader. This is my job. And I took it as a joke. And knowing now or like reflecting on it when that had happened years ago, like I know that it's not right or uh, even a funny joke to be making at work. Mm -hmm. It's not the right setting. And I'm not your friend to be saying something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's like one of the challenges. How do you handle situations like similar to what you just explained is that somebody's higher up, but do you take it as a joke? What do you do in that situation? I think that's where the fear comes in is like, okay, well, this person is in a higher position and they're saying something, but I feel uncomfortable, but I don't feel comfortable to say that I'm uncomfortable. I think a lot of people have that same yeah mentality so they yeah. don't lose their job. Yeah, it's sad. I was definitely in that mindset. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. I hope that there's a way that we could be able to say something like that when the situation arises. It is sad. And I also think that we, I, I, I mean, I personally feel like all companies are being more progressive now where mm-hmm. they're having these trainings, giving the resources to people and positions to understand and empathize like how everyone is different and how to like treat everyone with respect. And I think also I've noticed there have been a lot more diversity in companies, like especially in my company. So I would say that like there's a lot of change and a lot of different impact is happening where they don't allow that type of behavior. Mm-hmm. Watch the video and be like, oh my God, like it, that's what I should do in that situation is to do the same thing back or, you know, have your own way in whatever means is comfortable and that you find this conversation pretty relatable. I think it doesn't have to just be Asians. If you see something and you know it's not right, and in your heart and in your mind, you need to say something, take the time to think it over, partner with somebody, use them as like a soundboard and find the words that you want to say and just like get the courage to, you know, speak your mind because what you have to say is important. Even if you don't think it is important, you're saying a lot for yourself but like you're representing other you know females or other Asians or other people that can identify with you and like it can really make a difference see you next time bye bye peace out check us out on our next episode